Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Pringles Case. I'm Pringles. And I'm Potato. Hi everybody. Hello. So today I'll be covering another case in the heartlands of Singapore. Ooh. Yeah, very close to home yeah. for us. Because we are living in Singapore. Also, it involves our current president, <gasps> Halima Yaakob. Oh my, okay, wow, yeah, this is getting yeah. interesting. <laughs> okay, let's dive right into it. Okay. On May 14, 2001, mm. it was a cool night in the residential neighborhood of Aukang. Oh. Yeah, I lived near there before. Oh, okay. Most residential areas in Singapore consist of high rise buildings that can often house hundreds of people at a time. Mm. Anthony was at the playground in one of these areas with his four year old daughter. It was already 11pm, way after his daughter's bedtime. He was waiting for his wife. Well, soon to be ex-wife. Oh my god. At this point in time, the divorce papers had been filed. They were living separately for over two years now. Mm. They were about to sign some papers to settle the mortgage of their house that they will be selling soon because of Mm. the divorce. Mm. His wife went to grab a pen from a house just four floors up the block beside. Okay. Anthony had forgotten to bring a pen that day. Yeah, I know. He wanted to sign the papers, but he forgot to bring a pen. <laughs> and his wife is so nice about it. Told him, yeah, it's okay. Don't worry. I can go and get a pen. You know, no worries at all. She is the angel. He mm. probably thought to himself. As he watched her go towards her block. That was the last time he saw her alive. <gasps> oh my god, what happened? Today's story is about Annie Leong Wai Man. As she walked towards her block's leave to hit up, little did she know that Anthony was not the only person watching her. It was late, so she initially offered for him to come up with her to her unit to sign the papers. But Anthony had insisted on staying at the playground because he said he wanted to spend more time with the daughter. Okay. Annie thought to herself, okay, okay, let's just get it done, it's over with, right? And agreed to go up and get the pen. Someone else was watching her walk from the playground <gasps> to the lift, waiting for her at the fourth floor. <gasps> when she came out of the lift, he grabbed her from the back, stabbed her many times into her chest and throat oh before gosh. running away. Despite being brutally attacked, Annie managed to shout for help and stumbled towards her unit. Mm. Annie's mother, hearing her screams, mm. opened the door and saw Annie soaked in blood, <gasps> asking her to call the police. Oh my god! Annie collapsed into her mother's arms. Her younger brother, who was also living in the flat as well, he called the police and the ambulance. Anthony, the guy waiting downstairs, he heard the screams. He came running up with his daughter. He rushed to the wife's side and kept telling her, oh my god, oh my god, stay awake, you know, keep your eyes open, don't sleep. What a loving husband, right? Yeah. Annie, she was rushed to the Tantok Singh Hospital. The medical staff did everything they could. Mm-hmm. Sadly, she passed away shortly upon arriving at the hospital. Mm-hmm. An autopsy was performed. Annie died from acute hemorrhage due mm-hmm. to stab wounds to her heart and lungs. Oh, man. There was also another stab wound in her back. The killer was either very skilled or very lucky at where he stepped mm. because there were many fatal stab wounds. At the funeral, Anthony was distraught. He kept crying out what a terrible husband he was. 
He apologized to a coffin about his in- infidelity and called himself a devil and her an angel. Mm. He regretted so much that he didn't bring a pen that night. He blamed himself for her death. Shortly after the funeral, a young teenage boy confessed to her murder oh. to the police. Oh, okay. So what <gasps> happened? Who is this young yeah. boy who killed Annie? Is it the neighbor? Why would he kill Annie? Okay, yeah. to answer that, we have to first talk about Annie okay. and Anthony. Okay. Annie met Anthony in church when she was just 15 years old. Oh. Anthony was said to have a very difficult childhood. He was the youngest child out of four, but he was not pampered like what people usually think a youngest child would be. His parents divorced when he was very young, and because of that, he held a lot of resentment against the whole family. Oh. There are no details about what happened that led to that. Um, but what I do know is children going through parents' divorce is never easy. Mm. Especially if you go through it when you are really young. Mm-hmm. It seems like he is either living with his father or his father is taking care of him financially. The sources are not that clear. However, he did drop out of polytechnic at 18 years old. His father didn't want to pay for his education anymore. Oh man. Sources say that he was an average student with average academic performance. Mm-hmm. I don't think it was because he was doing badly or anything, but maybe his father just didn't want to be financially supporting a child anymore. Oh. In Singapore, all male citizens have to go mandatory army service for mm. two years. Yeah. As he dropped out of school at 18, he was called to the army. In there, he decided to sign on as an army regular. There is a saying in Singapore that signing on the army is like having a tie fun one. Have you heard of it before? Yes. Direct translation to English is having a metal rice bowl. What it means is having a very stable financial career. Mm. Rice bowl to the Chinese culture is having food to eat. When you have a very stable career, you won't need to worry about finances anymore. That is what signing on the army in Singapore meant to a lot of people, especially back in the day. Yeah. When Anthony met Annie, he was serving his army contract. They got married around the time his contract ended, mm. but he chose not to renew it. Oh, okay. Why he chose to give up the stable career, we don't know. Maybe he was just bored of it, wanted some excitement in his life. Mm, okay. Because for army, I think most of you know, it is still quite rigid, yeah. like more discipline, mm, yeah. more routine, which maybe he wasn't very used to. Mm. Anthony didn't have much education after high school and probably found it difficult to get good jobs without mm. a higher education certificate. Mm. As a result, he ventured into setting up his own business okay. in graphic design and publishing. Mm, okay. Well, he wasn't good at it. Oh. Every business he set up, it would fail. Oh. The timeline for this is not clear from the sources I could find. So I'm not very sure how many times he was near bankrupt or bankrupt or how many businesses failed. Oh, okay. okay. Because different sources say different things. Mm, okay. But one thing is very clear. He was just bad at doing business. Mm, okay. It's just not meant for Yes. Me. Yeah. At this point, Annie was already his wife. She was having a very stable career in the banking industry as an accountant. Okay. That is also what older generation in Singapore would call Mm. the Tie Fan Wan. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) In the banking and finance industry. Mm. 
However, she kept watching him fail business after business mm. after business. And I think she came from a place where she wanted to support her husband through thick and thin. Mm. So she quit her job at the bank to help him out with his business. Aww, that's so sweet. And he probably thought that if she helped him with the finance side of things, which mm. was what she was good at, right? Yeah. Which maybe she thought it wasn't what he was good at, you mm. know? Maybe she could help him to succeed in his business dreams. Yeah. However, that did not happen. Oh no. Anthony is said to be really bad with money and very bad at making business decisions. So you'll just spend money frivolously. <gasps> oh no. In Chinese culture back in the day, the wife is expected to listen to her husband and mm. not fight him. Oh no, you So have perhaps yeah. Annie found it difficult to control yeah. his spending and mm. also maybe Anthony didn't want to listen to her opinions because mm. she's a woman. Mm. Yeah, so either way, his businesses continue to fail and fail and fail. Slowly, all their savings were used to settle all the debts. Oh no. In the midst of all this, mm-hmm. Anthony somehow found the time to cheat on his <gasps> wife. No. The woman who left her very stable, well-paying yeah. job for him. The woman that stood by him. Yes. Despite all his failed businesses yeah. and terrible decision-making skills. Yes, exactly. Oh my gosh. Oh, you know, Anthony is just a walking red flag. Yes. They will tell all my friends Absolutely. to run away from. Not even avoid, yeah. just run. His first affair was Belinda Ho. Oh. She was a bar waitress when they first met. Shortly after, Belinda helped Anthony to open a graphic design business together. Oh. Allegedly, she didn't know that Anthony was married when the f- affair first started. Oh, okay. Well, she stayed on even after she found out about Annie. So I don't think it mattered. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. She oh. even went to Anthony's home where Annie was also living in. No. The affair lasted for three years. <gasps> oh, this is disgusting. Annie found out about Belinda during the affair and she was devastated. Yeah, I mean, after course. doing what she did for yeah, this man and loving him, mm. did Anthony stop when he was caught? No. no. He is just an asshole. The affair only ended because a business that Belinda helped Anthony in, it failed, and she was just done trying to help this man because she also knew he was a problem. Yes. So she left. After the affair ended, Anthony and Annie decided to work on their marriage. Mm. Annie managed to forgive him. At least, I think that was what happened because okay. she became pregnant shortly after. Oh, okay. A baby girl, Evelyn, was born in April 1997. You would think that maybe Anthony would buckle down, you know, make better career decisions, mm, can support yeah. the wife, support the baby. Yeah. No. He continued to start oh. and fail oh. business after business. Okay. At the end of 1999, Annie had enough. Yes, of course. She took Evelyn mm. and left Anthony. Yes, do it, girl. And I just realized they, all their names start with A. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Annie, by all records, was a strong woman. She got a job as an insurance agent with AIA, oh. picked herself back up, and was doing pretty well by herself, oh, able to support Evelyn too. A few months later, she found out that Anthony tried to commit suicide by taking sleeping pills. Maybe the 
hospital called her because she was still the legal wife of Anthony. Mm, That's yeah. how she found out. I'm not sure. Mm. But end of the day, this is the father of her child. Yeah. She did feel bad. Yeah. She reached out to help him again as she was financially stable at that point. Mm. Was he appreciative and did he man up? No. <gasps> he cheated again. Oh my god. Another woman, Tan Su Fen. Oh my gosh, this guy is a... Walking red yes. flag. When oh. Annie found out, that was the final straw and push she needed yes. to walk out of the door and never return. Yes. In February 2001, she officially filed for divorce and full custody of her daughter. Annie was willing to give Anthony visitor rights as she felt he was still Evelyn's father and she didn't want her daughter to grow up not knowing the father at all. Mm, understandable. Anthony agreed and it was settled pretty smoothly. Mm, the okay. HDB flat that they owned was also put on the market to sell. The profits would also be split as well. Oh, okay, that's good. Everything seemed to go well. Mm. Anthony seemed to be cooperating with the divorce and all the proceedings so far. Mm. And he was relieved. Yeah. Divorce and custody battle can sometimes get messy. Yeah. It did not seem to be the case mm. for them. So we are back to the murder of Annie. Annie was heading back to the apartment to grab the pen as Anthony needed her to sign some legal documents. However, she was fatally stabbed by a 15-year-old boy the moment she stepped out of the lift. Who is this young boy and why is he capable of murder? Did he even know Annie? Well, he knew Anthony, Annie's husband. If you had guessed that the husband had something to do with the murder from the start, yeah, you are right. As the boy is a minor, his identity is kept confidential. So we are going to call him Z. Mm, okay. Z knew Anthony when he was 10. Z would bring his hamster down to the neighborhood to play with it. They would run into each other regularly in the neighborhood when Anthony was walking his dog. Okay. Sometime later, Anthony moved and they lost touch. They met again by chance a few years later. Z introduced Anthony to his group of friends at the McDonald's, our favorite hangout spot yes. when we were teenagers. Yeah. The group consists of Z, uh-huh. Gavin, who was his childhood friend, mm. three other boys, and a few girls. Wow, sounds like a big clique. Ooh. Yeah, like a group of teenagers yes, hanging out just, together. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it was around the time when Annie had fought for divorce with him. Mm. Anthony was not happy about it. <sighs> Even though he seemed to go along with Annie's wishes, he started to plot her murder. <gasps> oh my god. If she died, he would have full custody of his daughter. Mm. Full ownership of the flat. Yes. And maybe even some insurance money yeah. from her death. Yes. But he is the asshole, as we have established. Yes, oh my god. He was not going to do it himself. So cunning. Z and his friends were the perfect candidates. They were all young, impressionable, and maybe even able to be bought by money. Well, at least that was his thought process. Mm. Anthony, a 34-year-old full-grown adult, yeah. Started hanging out with a group of teenagers. Yeah, so sus. The oldest being 22 years old, and the youngest was Z, 15 years old. 
he tried to blend in with them by being the cool uncle. Slowly, he brought in the topic of hypothetical murder. He asked if any one of them would dare to do it. Gavin asked if there would be a reward. Anthony said yes and asked them to name their price. These teenagers, honestly, I don't think they took him seriously, okay? Yeah. I mean, who would? They probably thought he was just joking. Yeah. So they just threw out some numbers. Mm. Gavin said $100,000. Wow. Okay. Anthony turned serious for a moment, looked at Gavin and said, Would you kill my wife? $100,000 I'm sure by this moment right The teenagers knew that Something yeah, was off Exactly yeah. Or at least felt strange You yeah. know Like why is this conversation Happening And yeah. why is it escalating Like that Yeah It took a serious turn <laughs> Someone in the group Asked Anthony If he was serious mm. Anthony responded No 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 I'm just joking uh... Well that was the end Of that conversation But we all know That he wasn't joking about a week later, Anthony met up with Z and Gavin. Gavin was just 16 years old back then. Mm. Anthony brought up the topic of murdering his wife for $100,000 to Gavin again. This time, he was serious about it. <gasps> oh my goodness. Anthony lied that he was a serial killer, having killed five people before. What? He had a very detailed plan on how Gavin will commit the murder right down to destroying evidence and getting away with it. His excuse for not doing it himself was that, oh, um, it's my wife, I'll be the first suspect, so I cannot do it myself. But I can teach you how to do it. Oh my goodness. Allegedly, that's what he said. The boys were to wear helmets so that no one would know who they are, okay. and gloves to prevent leaving fingerprints. Mm, okay. Sometime during this conversation, Gavin left for a while. Z was alone with Anthony at this point of time. Mm. So Z asked Anthony why he didn't ask him to do it instead. Why did he ask Gavin? Yeah. Anthony told him that he would just leave it up to them to decide who would do the act. You know, it, it doesn't matter to him. But he did think that Gavin was more suitable because he was more stable and daring. Mm. Hold on a minute. Suitable for murdering people? Yeah. What do you mean by it? I mean, how is anybody, especially a minor, suitable yeah. for murder? Oh my gosh, this guy is messed up. Anyway, yeah. Z said he got jealous at oh that point. No. I really think it comes from a place of insecurity at that age. Yeah. Z did know Anthony first True. and introduced him to his group. True, oh no. Anthony was kind of like a role model to him. Mm. He probably just wanted acknowledgement and mm. affirmation mm -hmm. from Anthony. Yeah. There were also times when Anthony had commented in front of his friends, which included some girls as well, that Gavin was more mature than <gasps> Z. At that age, looking good in front of girls yeah. is kind of important to a teenage it boy. Is. <laughs> Maybe it hurt his ego yeah. and it's just a double blow mm. that Anthony would choose Gavin over him again. Mm. I don't think it was necessarily he chose Gavin to murder. I don't think it was about that. Yeah. After they all left separately, Gavin had a conversation about it with a friend and decided not to do anything with it. Yeah. Okay. He called Z over to his place to have a serious talk. He told Z not to get involved as well, as he thought it might be a setup. Yeah. Z agreed. 
He said he really didn't have any intention on doing it. Even though he did have all those emotions earlier, mm. murder is still not on his mind. Mm. He just wanted the recognition mm. from Anthony. That night, after leaving Gavin's place, he went to McDonald's to find the rest of the group, which is their usual hangout spot. Anthony was there too. Anthony received a call from Gavin, telling him that he was not keen to do it. Mm, okay, yeah. Later on in the night, yeah. when Anthony was alone with Z, uh-huh. he asked Z again whether he wanted to do it instead. Oh, this guy needs to stop. Oh my gosh. Z responded with anything. <gasps> what? I do not know if at this point in time he really meant it or it came out of a place where he just wanted Anthony's approval mm. and he thought this was the only way to get it. Oh, no. After the incident, there were three times where Z staked out Annie's place to kill her. <gasps> three times? But only the final attempt succeeded. Oh. To me, it goes to show that maybe Z was really not that keen to do it. Yeah. And he probably was just heavily manipulated by a man yes. twice his age. Yes. And that's why he was so hesitant to do it oh, no. the first two times. Oh, no. After the second failed attempt, Z was really reluctant to try again. Well, our desperate Anthony went on full manipulation on Z. Oh my god. It was intensive. Anthony will threaten Z that he will attack his family if he did not comply. That's just messed up, eh? Next moment, Anthony will buy him gifts, (gasps) give him a pep talk to encourage him. Oh my god, toxic. Anthony kept contacting Z despite Z's efforts to avoid him. If this is not textbook toxic mm. relationship, right? Yeah. I really do not know any what else yeah. is lah. Exactly. So finally, Z agreed to try again. No. This time he succeeded. As we know, he confessed to the murder a few days later. Z told the whole story to the police, mm. which includes Anthony's involvement. Mm. Anthony was arrested and charged with aiding and abetting a murder. Mm. The police had suspected him way before Z's confession. Oh, okay. What did they know? They suspected him the moment they saw him at the funeral. Yes, he was crying out loud about how regretful he was, but it seemed like he was just putting on a show. Oh. He was so exaggerated, no one was buying it. (gasps) The police also took him in for questioning because they wanted to find out more information about Annie from people she was close with. Her husband is definitely one of, you know, these people. But their impression of him is that he seemed uncooperative and hostile throughout the questioning. It seems so strange as usually people would be very willing to help when someone you know was murdered. Especially since he was so full of regret Mm. at her funeral. His behaviour was enough for the police to be suspicious of him. They started looking into people he was acquainted with mm. and ordered a search warrant for his apartment. Okay. At the beginning, uh-huh. everything in his apartment seemed normal. Nothing that suspicious. But one super alert policeman spotted some newspapers with the front page ripped off. Oh. It matched the piece that they found at the crime scene. Anthony had wrapped the knife used to kill Annie with that piece of paper before he passed to Z. Oh my gosh, he's smart. And Z dropped it. Oh my goodness. 
the most damning evidence uh-huh. was a conversation found in Anthony's computer between him and Z. <gasps> oh no, he didn't he wanted, give it Yeah, he wanted <laughs> to avoid being overheard. So Anthony sat next to Z uh-huh. and communicated with him by typing messages to each other on the computer. Oh my gosh, he's dumb. <laughs> Even though the document was not saved, uh-huh. the police were still able to retrieve the whole conversation yeah, using course. an advanced software. Of course. It's quite scary. Yeah. Yeah. It is. <laughs> Be careful of what you type on technology. Yeah. Throughout the court proceedings, Anthony maintained that he did not have any involvement in Annie's death. He insisted that he was only joking when he told Z to kill Annie. What? What an asshole, right? Yeah. Well, the judge did not believe Anthony. Yeah, who would? He sentenced him to death. Oh my gosh, wow. Anthony was hanged on 13 (gasps) December 2002. (gasps) How about Z? The 15-year-old boy who was pressured, manipulated into committing murder. I'm not saying that Z has no fault at all. Mm -hmm. However, it is kind of sad that Z was dragged into Anthony's mess. Yeah, it's so unfortunate. Blood is on his hands. Yes, when he didn't even mean to do it and kill this innocent person that he barely even knows. Yes. Z was sentenced to be detained at the president's pleasure. What it means is essentially life in prison mm-hmm. until the president grants clemency. AKA, oh. you can come out now. Oh, okay. Z I has not know about this. Yeah, I also didn't know oh, until okay. <laughs> this case. Interesting, okay. Z had shown great remorse and guilt by f- for whatever that he did. Mm. He knew that it was wrong. Mm. These are his words. On the way to the beach to dispose the knife, I really regretted doing it, even at this point of the time, while writing this. How I wish that I had never known Anthony. I have let my parents down, and all those people around me. I do not know how people would think of me. I feel very lost and confused. Despite sentence to prison, Z never gave up. He was a model inmate in prison, and he completed his studies. Oh, okay, that's good. His lawyer and family also didn't give up on him. They kept trying to petition for clemency. On 2nd November 2018, just four years ago, our president Halima Yaakob granted him clemency on the advice oh. of the cabinet. Z oh, okay. was released at 32 Yay. years old. Of course, his release is subject to conditions mm. such as curfew hours, electronic monitoring, and so on. Z will also continue to receive rehabilitative support mm-hmm. um, to help him reintegrate into society again. Mm-hmm. Because when he entered, he was 15, yeah. and now he's 32. Yes. I'm really very happy for Z that he's given a second chance you know, at living yeah. his life again. I'm so happy for him too. Like, yes, he didn't make the best decision back yeah, then. Um, but I'm sure he did show how remorseful he yeah. is. And I really, really hope that he make the best of his life. Yes, I hope so too. And just make his family proud. Mm. Because his family, his lawyer, did not give up on him. Mm, yeah. What do you think of this case? I feel very sad for Z. I feel very, very sad. Oh my gosh. He, yeah. Oh my gosh. 
But he's out now. Um, yeah. I feel at thirty two, when you are out, your life is still not completely over. There's still yeah. a long way to go. A lot more that you can achieve with your life. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's not. Yeah, I mean, it's not like he was out when he was like fifty or sixty. Yes, yeah, correct. That would be a bit. Yeah, sad. Yeah. Correct, and I think, like, I think I read some people were not very happy that he was oh. really because at the end of the day he did kill someone. The honest truth is he did kill someone. Yes. But at the same time, if they had immediately released him when he was fifteen, sixteen, that he didn't go through this jail sentence, yeah. I think I would have felt that way yeah. because he needs to have certain amount of punishment. Yeah, he need. Mm. But he did serve the time. Yeah, he did. He definitely did. And yeah. he did prove that he was remorseful. Mm. He tried studying. You know, he completed his studies. Mm. He was a model inmate. Mm. So, I think this is an example of. People that can come back into society yeah. even after doing something so terrible, yeah. mm-hmm. and they can make something of their lives after that. Yeah, but interestingly, is you might even be working with him and you won't even know. Oh my gosh! No! Oh my gosh! Because we don't know who yeah, is he. Yeah, we don't know who is he. But oh, it's just. Wow. Imagine if we you have a son and your son did that. Wow. I don't know how to feel, eh? Oh my gosh! I think I would, I would probably uh have felt like I failed like as a parent, you know. Yes. Yeah, like I did not uh, uh teach teach them to be uh more aware and more uh, alert of like you know this kind of strangers. Yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh! At such a young age. Fifteen. Yes. But I think I'm quite glad that it ends on a kind of happy note. Yeah, Even though, yeah, I mean, yes, half of, okay, not half, one third of his life yes, is gone. But yeah. at least, yeah, there's mm. a second chance at life. Yay, to yeah, yeah. President Harima. Yako. <laughs> yeah. So that's it for today's Pringles case. Thank you for listening. I hope you guys enjoyed today's story. Keep calm and stay safe out there. Bye. Bye bye.